We're grateful tonight to have Pastor Yanni bring the message. As most of you know, he is the minister of our newest uh, church that we started in September of 2015, and that is the Ajax Community, or Connect Church of the Nazarene. God bless you, and God bless you, Pastor Yanni. Thank you very much. Well, good evening to all of you. I just would like to uh, wish you a happy and blessed new year. If I haven't seen you since uh, January 1st at Connect Church, uh, we had an uh, amazing Christmas and uh, even better uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day service. So uh, we praise God for that. This morning at Connect Church, we had the privilege of uh, having uh, our district superintendent, Pastor Ian Fitzpatrick. And the reason why I am just uh, pointing that out is that many of you uh, probably know that uh, he has a beautiful wife, Pat, and uh, her father is uh, uh, really struggling in Ireland. So um, this morning, Pastor Ian shared with us that um, uh, they are going to fly to Ireland this evening. So probably as we are here and as I'm speaking now, they are on a, on a flight uh, on their way to Ireland. And uh, they appreciate your prayers. Uh, her father is in a hospital and uh, they estimate that they have a couple days uh, left. So obviously it's a really tough time for the family and, uh, and for Pat. But even for Pastor Ian, he's not just a father-in-law for him. Uh, he was the spiritual father for Pastor Ian. He was the one who showed him Jesus Christ. And uh, that's why um, uh, Pat's father is in a really special place in Pastor Ian's heart as well. So please keep praying for them. And uh, they appreciate your thoughts. Today, uh, tonight, uh, I'm going to share a little bit with you, but before I do that, I would like to ask you a couple of questions as we start. Um, please uh, raise your hand if you think that 2017 will be a year where you will face no problems. Okay, no hand went up in the air. Please raise your hand if you think that 2017 will be perfect. Okay, I see no hands in the air, ha air either. Uh, the reason why I just wanted to ask this, uh, at, the, at the end of a, a year and when we are looking ahead, you know, we always look back, okay, what happened in the last year, what was good, what was not so good, and we always look ahead with, uh, with hope that it, it will be better than the last year. Then uh, we might have a year when we won't have such a huge and issues and such a big problems. But uh, if you have uh, false hopes, I just want to let you know that in 2017, um, maybe it will be better, maybe not, but you will face problems. You are going to have issues and you have to deal with them. So at the beginning of this year, I just uh, would like to tell you and I just would like to share with you a couple of tips how to conquer tough situations. Okay, this is going to be uh, my title tonight. I, I'm going to give you tips for conquering tough situations in 2017. And uh, to find these tips, we have to go to the Old Testament, to uh, 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 32. This is a well-known uh, story. This is a well-known part of the Bible. We are going to read about uh, David and Goliath. 
So please open up your Bibles or, uh, or follow as I read it. 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 32 to 49. This is what the Bible says. This is what uh, actually David says in the beginning of the story. Don't worry about these Philistine, David told Saul. I will go fight him. Don't be ridiculous, Saul replied. There is no way you can fight this Philistine and possibly win. You are only a boy and he's been a man of war since his youth. But David pers persisted. I have been taking care of my father's sheep and goats, he said. When a lion or a bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock, I go after with a club and rescue the lamb from its mouth. If the animal turns on me, I catch it by the jaw and, clu <clears throat> and club it to death. I have done this to both lions and bears, and I will do it to this pagan Philistine, too, for he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine. Saul finally, Saul finally consented. All right, go ahead, he said, and may the Lord be with you. Then Saul gave David his own armor, a bronze helmet and a coat of mail. David put, put it on strapped the sword over it, and took a step or two to see what it was like, for he had never worn such things before. I can't go in these, he protested to Saul. I'm not used to them. So David took them off again. He picked up five smooth stones from a stream and put them into his shepherd's bag, then armed then armed only with his shepherd's staff and sling, he started across the valley to fight the Philistine. Goliath walked out toward David with his shield bearer ahead of him, snaring in contempt, and this, ru this rudy-faced boy, am I a dog, he roared at David, that you come at me with a stick? And he cursed David by the names of his gods. Come over here, and I will, I will give your flesh to the birds and wild animals, Goliath yelled. David replied to the Philistine, You come to me with sword, spear, and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of armies of Israel, whom you have defied. Today the Lord will conquer you, and I will kill you, and cut your and cut off your head. And then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and wild animals. And the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. And everyone who assembled here will know that the Lord rescues his people. But not with sword or spear. This is the Lord's battle and he will give you to us. As Goliath moved closer to attack, David quickly ran out to meet him, reaching into his shepherd's bag and taking out a stone. He hurled it with his sling and hit the Philistine in the forehead. The stone sank in, the Goliath sank in, and Goliath stumbled and fell face down on the ground. Amen. Let's bow our heads and pray.
Heavenly Father, this evening we just would like to pray that as we opened up our Bible, that you would open up our hearts so we would be able to receive what you have in store for us. Please send your Holy Spirit. Please teach us something new, something great about you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So we read again um, this, uh, this well-known story when uh, we see two, um, two countries going against each other. And uh, it, was, it, was, it was nothing new. It, this, this time of Israel and the countries around him, uh, it happened many times that they would, they would fight that they would go to war against each other. And this was usually over land or over some power or over money. And uh, the countries around Israel and Israel, they were always fighting. That was just the, the, the situation back then. And many times when they had these wars, uh, the war would go on for, for weeks, months, sometimes even years. And... Uh, Thousands and tens of thousands of people would die during these wars. So, uh, in some occasion, uh, the, the kings would come together and they would say, Okay, to prevent all this death, let's play it smart. And I'm sending my best guy, and you are sending your best guy, and whoever wins... That country is the winner, and then the other country will just accept it, and then we can move on. It was a, a little bit more efficient way of fighting, because it, there was only one man uh, dying, right? So this is the situation here. There's this big giant from, um, from the, from the uh, neighboring country, and, uh, you know, he is cursing. He is trash-talking Israel. He's like saying, oh, who are you? Who is your God? You cannot do anything because we are strong. We are powerful. We are going to defeat you. And uh, so here's Goliath. And guess what? Nobody is brave enough to come out to fight him. They look at him. And then it's like, oh man, this is a tough guy. He is tall. He has so much armor. He has his uh, own guy who is just carrying the, the sword for him. I'm not, I'm not going to fight this one. You, you guys can go ahead, knock yourself out. But I'm just going to step back and wait this one out. So, so this situation is going on. And David, I mean, in Goliath is keep uh, just cursing and uh, trash-talking Israel. And this is when we pick up the story, uh, what I read tonight. And then David says, okay, I will go. So uh, we see this uh, battle. We see this, uh, uh, you know, war here. And then you would have the question, that why, why is it necessary to us in January 6th or 8th or whatever it is to talk about this war? Well, it's because I believe that our life is a battle as well. Our life many times is like a war. We are facing many problems, many challenges, many difficulties. And we feel that, oh, we are just so, so powerless. And there's just so many things going around, uh, in, around us and in our families, in our church, in our community. And I believe that our life uh, is a battle as well many, many times. And, and we feel that. 
So I would like to equip you with tips how to win this battle and how to, how to overcome difficult situations. So the first tip that I would like to give you is be a go-getter. This is what we see in verse 32. David, uh, when he hears about Goliath, he is not hesitating, he is not scared, he is not chickening out. But what he says, this is amazing, verse 32 all right, don't worry about this, Philistine, David told Saul. I will go and I will fight him. As simple as that. You know, everyone else is worrying. I don't care. I am going to go and I am going to get him. He had a strong will and he wasn't waiting for others to, to do the work. He was like, okay, I, I know I have to protect my country, I have to protect my king, and I am going to wait no more, and I am going to deal with it. Well, guess what? When we are facing giant problems, when we are facing issues that we feel that we cannot overcome, we have to have the attitude of just going after it, and trying to solve it, and trying to best to fix that issue and that situation. Be a go-getter because nobody else is going to fix your problems and your issues. You have to look after yourself in this matter and you have to try your best to go after the problem and find the solution. Amen. After we are moving on, to verse 33, we see that you have to and we have to be prepared to face opposition. Verse 33 says this, don't be ridiculous, Saul replied. There is no way you can fight this Philistine and possibly win. You're only a boy and he has been a man of war since his youth. Well, I did not expect that. There is this Goliath, there is this giant, and, uh, and he's saying, okay, who is going to come and who is going to find me? And finally David, you know, steps up and he has a good attitude. Okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to fight him. And then the first thing comes into the king's mouth, to his uh, mind, is that, oh, don't be ridiculous. He should, he should have been encouraging him, like, okay, well done. I am glad that oh, you are a young guy, but, you know, you can give it a shot. You can try, and uh, I'm glad that you are stepping to this plate because nobody wants to find uh, Goliath. Well, it's interesting that the king would just be so, uh, instead of encouraging, he was discouraging. And uh, we have to be in the same way. We have to prepare, we have to be prepared to face opposition. Many times I believe that, you know, there is an issue and then we have a good attitude of going and fixing it. But there are people around us who are trying to pull us down. I don't know why, but that's just the way it is. And we see the situation here. The king is doing the same thing. He's like, okay, don't be ridiculous. You cannot win this fight. So the question is not, is that are we going to face opposition? The question is, how are you going to react when you experience this in your life? 
How are you going to react towards them, towards uh, when you are experiencing opposition? Well, you have to stay strong, and, uh, and, and when you are expecting it coming, I believe it's easier to overcome, it's easier to stay strong, and easier to just keep pushing and have you know, a heart and a life when you are persistent. And that's my next point, number three. Persistence is key. Verse 34, this is what we read here. But David persisted. I have been taking care of my father's sheep and goats, he said. And when a lion or bear comes to steal the lamb from the flock, I go after them. And then he just goes on and on how he beats them and how he brings back the lamb. He persisted. He didn't give up. He first had a good attitude of going and getting and, and fixing the issue. The king is trying to pull him back, but he didn't care. You know what? I believe God is telling me to do this, and whatever you say is not going to change my mind. This is what he said. And he is like, okay, I, I, I'm going to just keep doing what I believe and what I think God wants me to do. So persistence is key. And you will face this issue again. You might not be successful on the first try when you are going after the problems and issues in your life. You have to persist and you have to keep pushing and you have to find the way because there is always a way with the help of God. I don't know about you, but uh, in my personal life, I really don't like when I don't see results. Many areas and many times in my life, I'm trying my best, I'm I doing my best to move on, to move forward, to keep pushing. And if I don't see just a little bit of result, I can get discouraged very easily. If I see a little bit of a result, just a tiny bit, then that makes me feel good and gives me um, um, a hope that, okay, what I am doing, it, it's true it's just a little bit, but it's getting better. I'm moving forward, I'm, I'm doing something good. And, and when I don't see results, I can get discouraged. And this story is again, and there are many other stories in the Bible which helps you to stay strong and keep pushing. We see in the life of Paul, we see it in the life of Moses, we see in the life of Jesus Christ who never gave up and who kept pushing because he knew that that's what God wants him to do. And I encourage you today, in the year of 2017, when you face problems and when you are feeling that people are pulling you back, don't give up and move forward. Number four, you might find help if you look back in your life. In verse 35 and 36, again, we can read about how David, when he was a shepherd, he would rescue the lamb. And he says this, okay, when I was fighting with lions, when I was fighting with bears, I, I won, I am strong enough. So obviously he's using that experience to beat this Goliath guy. So the point I'm trying to make here tonight is that just as David looked back in his past and saw the experience he had with the animals, 
He was using that in this certain, in this cur current situation to fix the problem and overcome the difficulties. I'm encouraging you tonight. Maybe the problem you are going to face in 2017 will be similar to what you had in 1989, September 29. And I want you to remember how you fixed it. I want you to remember what you tried and maybe what didn't work because then you will know, oh, huh, last time this thing didn't work. Now I have to try something else. Now I have to find another way to overcome these difficulties. Look back to your past and you might find help and solution for the problems you are going to face. And I would like to warn you now, and this is the next point, not everything works for everyone. In verse 38, 39, and 40, this is what we can read. David put, on, put it on the armor, strapped the sword over it, and took a step or two to see what it was like, for he had never worn such things before. And then this is what he says here. I can't go in these, he protested to Saul. I'm not used to them. So David took them off. Uh, David took them off again. He picked up five smooth stones from a stream and put them into his shepherd's bag. David was just a, a shepherd, and we see Saul here, who was a king. And every king, they had a beautiful armor. It was, it was really good in, 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 in fights, in, in wars, because it was protecting the people who was wearing it. He had a huge ar um, sword, and then they put all this on David. And David is like, guys, I can't even take a step. How do, you, how do you expect me to, to win this battle when I don't, I, I'm not even able to take a step? This is, this is not just not helping me, this is actually pulling me back. So he takes off all the armor, he leaves the sword behind, and he picks up what he's familiar with, and uh, his, his shepherd's bag, and he puts five stones in it with a sling. So what we can learn here is that just because so something was working for someone else, that doesn't mean that that will, help, that will happen in our lives and that will work in our lives. You have to find your own style. You have to find your own way to find a solution for the particular problem you have. This doesn't mean that you can get advice. This doesn't mean that someone else can, cannot uh, try to help you. I'm just trying to tell you that don't get discouraged if you are trying something what helped others or worked for others and it's not working for you. All of us are different. All of our situations are different. And we have to find a solution in, in that particular moment, in that particular time, in that particular situation. So you have to find your own style, even if you have the same goal or even if you have the same problem. And when you do these, and when you, you, know, you have a good attitude, you don't let people pull you back, uh, you find your own style, you look back, you will find success. 
I believe that you have a good chance to find success if you are following D and hit the Philistine in the forehead. The stone sank in and Goliath stumbled and fell face down on the ground. David was using a little stone to bring down this Goliath. And I believe uh, many times when we are facing huge problems and huge issues which we feel that there's no way we can win over them, we might find with the help of God just a little thing which can help us to overcome that huge problem. A little push can bring, a, can bring a breakthrough when we are facing these giants in our lives. So I would like to encourage you, find the right way in 2017 when you are facing, the, facing them. And I believe with the help of God, you will be able to just, you know, find the right spot and bring them down. So which areas in our life we can use these? Obviously... Uh, wherever you face problems in your family and your families, in your schoolwork, at, at your workplace, in a personal spiritual life or at church, whatever, whatever, wherever uh, you face issues, you can use these tips for conquering tough situations. Uh, I would like to ask you now, the worship team, to come and they are going to sing a song and... Um, as they are doing that, we invite you to the altar. The altar is open tonight at the beginning of 2017. And uh, again, as you are going to face issues and problems, I'm encouraging you to use these tips and, uh, and overcome issues what you might face. Because um, we, we know that we are going to face them. It's not going to be a perfect year, but we know that with the help of God, Everything is possible. Let's, uh, let's, let's just stand and let's bow our heads and pray for a second. Heavenly Father, we are thankful that you are a good God. We are thankful for this story. We are thankful for, for that because we can learn from this story from David that he just had a good attitude even when he was facing opposition and problems. He was, he was doing what he believed that you gave him the job to do. Heavenly Father, we are praying that you would just help us not to give up and just keep pushing. And whenever we face issues and problems, just going after them. Please help us. Please bless us in the year of 2017. And, when, as, and then now, as we come to your altar, please help us to, to find and uh, to find these issues and find these problems and bring them before you in prayer because we know that the, there is power in prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs>